All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing is nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth-building market insights. Hi, I'm Matt Schreiber, and this is Bull Bear Radio. Hey, Don Schreiber, how you doing today? Doing great. How are you doing, Matt? I'm hanging in there, you know, just another day doing a little Bull Bear Radio, talking about the markets, you know, a lot of stuff going on. We got uh, trade wars looming, earnings seasons wrapping up. We've got a, you know, a, a buyback bonanza that's probably, uh, you know, going to start here. So, uh, you know, let's let's uh, start off here with earnings season. You know, earnings season is coming close to a wrap here. We've got uh, 485 companies in the S&P 500 reporting. And so far, you know, according to Bloomberg, and you'll give us the the juice on, uh, you know, uh, fact set in a second here, Don, but uh, up 14% on earnings for, uh, you know, all companies reporting so far. So great earnings growth and sales growth is at 7.64%. So, you know, it seems all good in the hood. What do you think? These are great numbers. These are record setting numbers. Um, you know, we haven't seen numbers this good in a long time, probably since before the financial crisis. So we have really strong uh, fundamentals, uh, corporate fundamentals looking good. Markets should be moving higher, but they're not. What's going on, Matt? Well, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, that, that that Twitter account, you know, that uh, at John L. J. Trump or whatever it is, is is messing things up. If you, you ask me, I mean, it, all of a sudden it seems like, man, we get over the the February, the market's being down. And then all of it, you know, I mean, dude, we just get into March and then boom, tariffs. I mean, come on, man. March Madness oh, for a different reason, man. man. I, th- I Definitely thought we were going to recover. March Markets Madness. Were start this is crazy. Zooming. This is crazy. You know, and and then we get trade wars. Come on, man. Like for real. Can't catch a can't I mean, catch you a can't break buy here. A bucket here, <laughs> yes, dude. Man. This is ridiculous. I mean, come on, man. I'm really. I was hoping the markets would go up. Now at WBI, usually we root for the markets to go down and go down big because it gets to show everybody that hey, man, you know we really can protect capital better than anybody else in our opinion. But um, you know, um, we always want to make money for people. I mean, making money is the name of the game. Most you know? important way we can really set the table for investors is to prevent those large losses that everyone else you know most everyone else takes and uh you know we get back we get back uh, hey it's hard to make really good returns consistently in an overvalued crazy speculative market it's a lot easier after the market corrects and you've got this tremendous value paradigm where you can pick up stocks unbelievably cheap and make so much capital you know Compound capital, just like crazy. That's what we like best. for sure. So I'm going at this again this week again. Uh, Smid, dude, Smid companies are crushing it. They, they, more companies reporting 400, 1,492. 
You know, Christopher Columbus sailed across the ocean blue and he brought, you know, phenomenal earnings for Smid companies. What? Christopher Columbus. I don't know, man. I must be drinking that crazy coffee that I was drinking (laughs) again last week. So you got to leave that high test stuff alone. Yeah, no kidding. uh, You know, bull and bear boost blend. It's it's, it's a heavy duty uh, shot. Yeah, man. Too much much caffeine. But dude, up 32.92% on earnings growth. And, uh, you know... um, 9.05% 9.05% on sales growth. You would think with the fantastic numbers, fundamental trends here for earnings and revenue growth that uh, uh, Smids are po- posting, they would be flying. They'd be going crazy. Prices would be up. You They'd be outperforming so. large cap, which is having a great trend itself, you know, great numbers themselves, but not nearly as good as the Smids. And yet, the smids are in the basement in terms of price appreciation. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. I can't believe it. It's like the smids can't buy a bucket, man. They get big tax cuts, the whole thing, and now they have great earnings. I mean, this is this should be the place to be. Well, I think it's second half story. I really do. I think the second half of the year, smids will outperform uh, large cap potentially. It really depends on how big this buyback mania is going to be. Buyback bonanza, baby. I think it's already starting today. I mean, the future started down over the weekend, and then uh, you know, uh, market early, turns you know, around. Markets turn on around. a dime. What's yeah, going on? I, I don't know, man. Do you know what's going on? Hey, if I knew what was going on, you know, <laughs> I'd probably have a couple more zeros in the bank account. You know, hey, listen. I don't think you know with the uh, prospect of trade wars, unless somebody came out and said something unbelievably positive, um, or uh, uh, Mr. Trump, our president, tweeted. Something very positive tweetered. about tweetered. Tweetered. Well, he does tweet. What are you talking about? He tweeters, man. He twits. Oh God! All right. I, I apologize for our listeners. Um, this has gone way <laughs> off track here. Um, and, hey, listen. Uh, I think it's. I think we're gonna. We're seeing buybacks uh, hit the table this morning. You know, earnings season pretty much is all over. We have uh, 97% reporting according to FactSet. That means that there's only 3% that have not reported. They'll report trickle in over the next couple of weeks. They're unlikely to be the major large caps that are doing the buybacks who have now got the go-ahead, the green light, to start pouring that capital into the marketplace, buying back their shares. They're going to drive up prices. And you see the all of a sudden, the Dow turns on a dime. Well, the Dow's got a lot of big buyback companies right there in its uh, mix, and that's you know looks like what's going on to me this in morning. In its midst, not in the mix. In the mix, right? In the in, index in the mix? mix, huh? In the index mix. In the index, we're gonna have mix. to write a song about that. All right. So uh, you know, the PE for the S and P five hundred still a lofty twenty five, and. Uh, I'm not based sure on how you're anal- feeling about that. Hey, man, based on analyst estimates, the forward PE, which is, you know, uh, expectations kind of made up, um, about 50% of the time the analyst estimates are wrong. Uh, so uh, you can't put a lot of credence in it. But what's happened is price appreciation has slowed down a bit so that the trailing numbers are down to 25. They were approaching 30 times, um, you know, uh, some months back. They were getting up there. Uh, higher than what they are now, they're a little bit 
lower than they were. But on the forward basis, we were up in the 18s, and now we're at 16.7. So we're seeing- It's because the earnings are getting strong, man. Yeah, earnings are, are, are flying, and price, you know, February, market trend price down. March so far, market trend price down. I would have thought, man, we would have uh, market zooming, just zooming. Yeah, well, when you announce, you know, uh, you know, tariffs potentially ten percent on aluminum, twenty five percent on steel. Hey, this morning, you know, this is Monday morning, folks. So we're we're trying to give you a little real time feel, uh, you know. So this thing will come out on Friday here, but you know, it's an evolving situation, you know, uh, evolving situation. So hey, uh, increase the the tax on European cars. So it's a two point five percent right now. There's some, you know, uh, Monday morning Twitter explosion uh, about you know you better go buy your European cars right now because soon it could get really expensive to buy you know some of that uh, German goodness. I don't know why the market's surprised by this. You know. Uh, uh, I mean, President, it was part of the election. You know, Trump on the campaign, Trump on the campaign Jager, trail you know, was saying that, you know, it's America first. He's going to redo the trade relationships for all the countries around the world because he doesn't think the U.S. is getting a fair shake. You know, and uh, so why is everybody so surprised about, you know, uh, tariffs? Well, I think because it's going a little bit overboard on the protectionism. All America first, it sounds like. And then, you know... What about everybody else? I mean, you, you know, well, our I, trade partners I, aren't liking this. I mean, Canada's sitting up there right now, uh, really, really, uh, you know, mad. We're in the midst of a uh, NAFTA, which is North America trade agreement. You know, I think he's uh, trying to bring them to the trying table, to renegotiate. You know, hey, they this is the they're in the fifth meeting today. They haven't been able to make any movement towards a resolution on improving the trade balance to the U.S. from our trading partners in Mexico and Canada so far. And, you know, if you just have noticed the way President Trump has operated, he tends to really hit pretty hard with a sledgehammer um, to try to get the negotiation started. So I'm hopeful that that's what this is, and he has a more moderate you're, position. You're hoping it's not loose cannon you bet. Uh, behavior here, you that bet. it's it's more of a just a, a big cannon trying to, to send a message. Hey, listen, from a negotiating standpoint, there's probably a more moderate stance behind this if things start to move in the right direction. One of the things that I think on trade is that, you know, there's $78 trillion of gross domestic product produced by all countries. 78 trillion. The U.S. is about 20 uh, or so trillion. And, um, you know, this is a zero sum game. If the U.S. starts moving more GDP off everybody else's plate and puts it on ours, then our trading partners are going to lose. They're going to really fight hard not to have that happen. America first can't mean that America is the only one that wins from a trade negotiation standpoint. We've got to show the rest of the world that the pathway to prosperity, yep, the pathway to prosperity. And that path, pathway to prosperity is, you know, fair trade. If everybody's got, got a little bit more stuff, you know, then, then everybody's a little bit happier, right? Where's the pathway from 78 trillion of GDP to 100 trillion in GDP worldwide? So that the pie gets bigger, everybody's doing great. Everybody likes pie. Right? Everybody's doing Everybody great. Everybody likes pie, man. Yeah. I like pie too. Do you? Well, yeah, good. I, it, would be, it would be great from a leadership standpoint if we show 
the positive side of the story along with the, this uh, negative uh, negotiating tactic that we have so that, you know, we have freedom and prosperity. So you're talking about for all a little people. bit more global pieism. Hey, we have had global pieism and we've said. We just made this no, up. This I mean, is that fantastic. Was, that global, was really bad, folks. Global, global pieism. Glo- it's global, I mean, come on. Globalism, right? It's, it's global capitalism spreading around the wealth. So everybody gets some pie, man. It's global pieism. I, oh, my goodness. Don't steal my pie, man. I, hey, listen, if you, you can steal keep your pie. pie will, you, be, will you be quiet about the pie? But think about Let's it. Let's get back to it. If, if we're trying to steal Canada's pie, China's pie, you know, the German pie, so to speak, they're not going to be happy about this. There needs to be. Who I stole to, my pie? They're gonna. That's what they're going to say. And then they're going to point the finger at us. I happen to agree with the president that we need to have more rational trade policies that don't gut the middle and lower class working class in America, the factory workers, the folks that are getting, you know, uh, the job done in America, steel companies, uh, you know, are in the news now. But every single area of our manufacturing capability for 20, 30, 40 years was offshored. We need to bring some of that back onshore. And one of the ways to redo that is to make sure that we have enough business and growth in the United States to get that job done. I'm not a big fan of trade restrictions. I don't like tariffs. I like free trade. But I think that there has to be a way to get some of this trade uh, agreements renegotiated so that over the next five to 10 years, the U.S. is in a slightly better uh, trade balance policy every single year. But it's got to be gradual. It can't be the sledgehammer approach because our trading partners also need to survive over the next, you know, five to 10 years. And at the same time, I mean, a lot of the the manufacturing went overseas because it was cheaper. Now we've got a little more level playing field in terms of the corporate tax situation and stuff. So, you you know, it's a good time to bring it back on shore. And what we should do at the same time is incentivize companies to go green, put the the solar you know power on top of the you know plant and all that kind of good stuff, and be the global leader in green manufacturing. That'd be cool. Being the global leader in any manufacturing would be cool. We haven't been that for a long time. Yeah, well, I, I you know. There, there's been this whole thing about green, you know going red, green, blue. I like and, and red, white, and, and blue. Sustainable and all that kind of good stuff. Well, you know, some of that, know? some of that actually works, and some of it doesn't. I think we have to have really good capitalism worldwide. You know, this is all about capital freely moving. You know, yes, people but being that's able a big to buy industry too. I mean, you know, I understand that. I'm not be hey, huge. You know, I think you know? that we don't need to get on top of uh, you know the trade rebalancing with uh, a focused trade in just renewable energy or green. Oh, no, I was saying at the same time, you know, we could we could incentivize companies to go that way. That would be really cool for, for our planet, you know. Well, one, of the prob- so, one of the problems we have. Make a lot of green and be really green. One of the problems we have with, with countries outside the U.S. is they actually own a lot of industry. The government owns a lot of industry, supports a lot of industry, and makes it so that those industries don't have to play by the same capitalism and competitive rules that everyone else is playing by. That has to change. Everybody has to be able to play and compete, you know, for uh, uh, GDP. 
uh, effectively. So we'll have to see how this plays out. I certainly don't think the market needs any more of this. One of the things that really disturbs me about this whole cycle of negative news now, right? The market is worried about inflation. They're worried about the Fed. They're worried about the economy growing too strong. I'm worried that all of these negative stories, trade, the Fed raising rates, inflation heating up, wages heating up, those things are going to actually destroy the growth trend that we were hoping for, which is plus 3% GDP in the United States. The way for us to heal the economy, to get people to more prosperity, is to get more growth. I'm in for growth. That's capitalism, baby. And that's what we need. So we don't need more negativity. We came out of 2017 and we saw for the first time after the election, post-election in 16, the, the economy go from the first quarter, we had a 1.6% annualized GDP growth to the second quarter, we went up to three, we went to 3.3 and then we dropped back to 2.6. Everybody was expecting the number to at least stay at three. And I don't know what the first quarter is looking like, but there's some weakness out there in the number trends. And you have to realize that all of the promised fiscal stimulus that we have so far hasn't hit. That capital has that's going to get repatriated, that hasn't been allocated. That hasn't working in our economy yet. We need some time. And the thing that's been pushing GDP up before any stimulus has actually happened has been consumer and business sentiment. And those are taking a haircut right now because of these negative stories. And so we got to be looking at that because if this negative trend continues and we see sentiment go down the toilet, we're going to have less consumption and less business investment, and we're not going to get the growth story that we're looking for. Gotcha. Well, hey, we're going to take a quick break here, and, and we're going to come back and hit you with some positive, well, maybe not some positive news, but we're going to hit you with some yeah, more we're gonna news. Be, we're going right? to be happy in stage two here. All right. We'll see you. At WBI, our goals are simple. We build outcome-oriented investment solutions to reduce loss and maximize return. We want to grow the largest capital base possible so you can achieve your goals. Call us today at 800-772-5810 to find out how we can help you and your clients be successful. And we're back. So, uh, you know, check us out on our website, WBIinvestments.com. It's cool. We got lots of stuff there. You know, check it out sometime. Um, anyway, so, uh, you know, LIBOR rates, man. It's the London interbanking, you know, rate and uh, overnight rate, LIBOR. Professor Matt, why is that important to us? Yo, because it is going up, dude. It is uh, at 2%. It's actually over 2%, and that's the first time since 2008. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the catch. Here's the catch. $100 trillion. What? $100 trillion? Of debt is uh, you know pegged to LIBOR. Who has all that debt? Like people, dude. Institutions, people. Companies. Companies. A lot Consumers. of- Yup. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, like it, it could affect uh, credit card, right? you know, lending rates, and yeah, ev yeah, dude, everywhere they structure product on this. Like a lot of product is is based on LIBOR and and what the rate is. So interest rates could go up, mortgage rates could go up, the cost to borrow for companies could go up. A hundred trillion. Good for dollars. banks, by the way. Great for banks. Good for bank margins. Good for bank margins. Bad for everybody. Bad who for everybody else who borrows. 
Well, I'm worried about, you know, the consumers being able to spend, you know, the extra jingle that they're going to yeah, get in their that, pocket. You know, if that all goes to debt service, we got a big problem. That might right? steal some of their pie. Corporations, they've got a lot of debt. They're the, at the most... Don't uh, eat my pie. Uh, the most over-leveraged point in history as consumers are. Yep. So this is really a big thing. So what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. This could be a, a you know, serious risk to uh, global pieism. Seriously, could man? Global this, pie. This could We're back dip, to global pie. This could dip into the pie, man. The pie allocation could get smaller here. I think you're, you, you know, you, you need to eat Consumer something before we start to the show. Go down. Man, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> fine. I'm not hungry. I don't need a piece of pie. I'm on a diet here. Okay. Okay. So we got this risk factor, and um, what are we going to do with it? I don't know. What are you going to do with it? I mean, dude, it's like a hot potato. What are right you going to do with right it? Right now, I'm going to punt this because we said we were going to be more positive in this segment. You're going to punt this. And yeah, you're going to kick the can down the I'm road like the everybody else, right. man. You because were, you want to know something? Kicker. This, is, this is not good. This is not good. Sooner or later, as the Fed raises rates, if the economy actually does in the U.S. pick up steam and the Fed raises rates, LIBOR is going to jump. And a hundred and trillion dollar of debt is going to get more expensive from a okay. cash flow standpoint Shh. to service it. All right. So hey, look, I'm I'm gonna turn this th this frown upside down. So if you're listening to Bull Bear Radio right now, right, go on to Twitter, go to at Bull Bear Radio. That's our Twitter handle. So go to Bull Bear Radio. And let us know you're listening to the show. And if you need a cup of Joe that's as good as mine, you know. Bull Bear Blend. The Bull Bear Blend. High test. Let us know that you want some, and we'll send you a couple of K-Cups so you can get the good stuff that we're drinking over here when we cut Bull Bear Radio each week. Now, this is awesomeness. Um, that, that is seriously adding to, to the ambiance of the show here. So, yeah. Bull Bear Radio, go on Twitter and let us know that you'd like some of our, our delicious coffee. And if you don't like coffee, let's look, you remember what your mom told you, no negativity. You don't got something nice to say. Don't say it at all. And by the way, while you're at it, you could go on to, you know, iTunes and, and hit the, the five star button. You know, we're not forcing to you, forcing you to, but, uh, you know, it'd be nice. It, well, look, this is a free country. And you can press whatever button you'd like, okay? So, so we'd appreciate a, 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 a good rating. We really would. Good ratings are nice, yeah. you know, but bad ratings aren't so nice. No. But it's up to you guys. So, so what do we think? Let's give it a little bit of a wrap here in terms of our expectation on the economy. No, 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 hold on. And markets. Hold up. And let's, hold let's up. keep that Don frown from turning around again. You know what I mean? Active let's managers. Keep it and a smile. Active let's managers get a smile. Have a, have, have had a, they've got a smile on their face because 43% of them are now beating the passive uh, peer. In 2017. In 2017. Hey, and yeah. listen, that's 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 something because you know the passive indexes were pushed up by that crowded uh, passive index product trade. We've got momentum. Seven hundred twenty-six billion dollars oh has went into passive. It rolled into and passive. Only Fifty-two point six billion into into active. But active managers actually are you know treating your money better. They're getting their mojo back because volatility this year passive isn't going to look so good this year relative to active. The active story's back. 
the tone of the markets, as we said, changed between January, which was a blistering move higher on the indexes, and then February and March so far, not so good. We do expect the next couple of quarters to be more positive. But you know, this- Well, Chairman Powell was actually sounding pretty confident in the economy. He was. He was. The global growth story and the U.S. growth story seems to be on his radar that, uh, you know, that's looking pretty good right now. There's some other stuff that- He did a nice job, man. You know, not so much. He looked strong in front of Congress, man. He did. He looked good. He did a nice job at the rodeo. I thought he did good. He did. He did. Yep. He's a pro. Been around the block a few He's times. He's been to the rodeo. Look good to me. He looked good to me too, man. Yeah, man. He, you know, so let's see what he does. He, well, if he gets know, nervous because you know uh, inflation starts yeah, to go let's up, not get and, oh my goodness. let's not get nervous. We man. don't need a jittery uh, fit. No, we don't, don't give him any bull bear blend. Yeah, we we need him to stay on the bull for longer than seven seconds here. It's you know, a, it's eight seconds. Eight seconds? Yeah, eight seconds. Oh, geez. I haven't been to the rodeo apparently in a long time. Those guys are crazy, man. Oh, man. So, Riding a bull. Dude, Ooh. the GDP numbers have been looking pretty strong relative to where they've been. Do you think the trend continues for a couple more quarters? I think we're going to get a, a decent trend. You know, we had a surprise in uh, the fourth quarter. We went from uh, 3.3 down to 2.6. And everybody's been expecting, myself included, that Q1 was going to be at least 3+, plus, maybe approaching 4. I don't know, man. Some of the stats don't look good. You know, we hey, have... whoa, whoa, whoa. Some of the roll stats it, aren't roll, looking what, so what are good. A little about? soft. Roll it back, bro. A little soft, man. China's, China's slowing, Right. Yeah, their their manufacturing they index just, said that they just took GDP a haircut to be in the six and a half percent six range. and a half. Hey, we were at seven. Now we're at six and a half. The real number somewhere a lot a lot lower hey, than no, that. No, 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 oh no. yeah, let's not. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. We have to stay on the smile. I forgot. Stay on the okay. smile, man. So just say and bang five times <laughs> real fast. And bang, and bang. Say it with a smile. And bang, <laughs> and bang. So we have and bang. We have we have growth. We need at least 3% growth. We're going to see no what happens. Bangs. And I think that if the Fed stays out of the way, I don't think they're going to get nervous. I think Chairman Powell's, you know, not too nervous. He's going to hold his... Hold, he seemed like a pretty cool customer. Hold interest rates on their current path. We're going to get the three rate hikes. He mentioned four, scared the heck out of the market for a day yeah, or two. You know, he back, the danger zone. He backed off a little bit on that testimony, said, ooh, I didn't mean that. Yeah, oh, maybe not, nope. you know. And so, uh, you know, he's a thinking man, willing, willing to adjust. I think that's a good thing. And so, um, you know, with really strong earnings, good GDP growth, you got to look towards the buyback bonanza stocks and Matt's favorite, the Smids, which are producing earnings like crazy. Well, wait a second. You know, I do prefer, I do prefer, let's not say my favorite. I think that might be a problem around here. Let's let's go with prefer. I prefer the Smids due to their strong fundamentals. So, um, you know, that's the, I, li- I do like the Smiths, but I don't know if anybody else likes the hey, Smiths. One of the things man, that's happened is, you know. Earnings growth at 30 some odd percent. Well, pretty, that, that pretty, 30% pretty though stunning. is really affected by that big reduction in tax rate from uh, last year's, you know, 35% down to 21%. For most Smith companies, you know, public companies get that, uh, you know, a big tax cut. 
And so you're talking about a 40% increase. And so a big portion of that jump up to 30% growth rate in earnings might be attributed to tax differential. So what we need to make sure is the underlying trend in SMIDs is strong all by themselves, really high quality, and then the SMID stocks look really good. So are you trying to punch a hole in my in my theory here about how good the earnings were? Well, we like to be clear, crystal clear on what's going Apparently. on. Apparently. I'll, no. ju- I'll just stick to, Prefer- hey, this is Bull Bear Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good at that, right, guys? He's good at that. I'm good at that. Yeah, man. All right. So, uh, look, guys, you know, that's all we got for this week. Market's up, sun's up, you know, things are headed in the right direction here. Buybacks are starting we'll, to work, folks. We'll, we'll see what happens with Keep the Keep an eye uh, on the those markets. buyback stocks. A little stocks. bit of an increase in volatility yet still, but, uh, you know, those buybacks and the buyback bonanza should go to work right here. So, uh, hey, check us out at, uh, you know, WBIinvestments.com. Uh, bonanza is uh, a know, good if you thing. Wanna, if you want to check out Donnie's on Twitter, uh, WBI. WBI CEO, Dom WBI president, and we got Bull Bear Radio. And if you want some coffee, let us know. So, hey, take it easy. We'll we'll see you back here next week. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stock discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly in this podcast, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time and there's always a possibility of loss. Moreover, you should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or from any other investment professional. To the extent that you have any questions regarding the applicability of any specific issue discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or the professional advisor of your choosing. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. Information pertaining to WBI's advisory operations services and fees is set forth in WBI's disclosure statement in Part 2A of Form 80B, a copy of which is available upon request.